0: Hey, kid. Kid, come over here in this alley. I got something you might be interested in. Golly gee willikers, mister. What, what you got going on? Hey, kid, what's your name? What's your name? Well, sir, my name's, my name's Mikey, and I'm just on my way to school. Hey, Mikey, do you, uh, you know anything about Nicolas Cage movies? Oh oh golly mister i my parents have warned me about nicolas cage and his movies and their and their degenerate effects on young minds i i uh i'm going to have to take a hard pass sir come on mikey he's in Oscar-nated, um oscar nominated films like Adaptations. Oh, no, mister. That's how they get you. They lure you in with the Oscar bait. And then you're watching some kind of bland mainstream success of his, like, National Treasure. And then the next thing you know, the next thing you know, you're watching the remake of Wicker Man. Hey, my, hey, Mikey, you sound like you already know a lot about Nicolas Cage movies. You sure you, you, sure you wouldn't be interested in something like, maybe, The Rock? Well, listen. Listen here, mister. I uh I uh you know I'm not I'm not falling off the wagon again, sir. I may only be eleven years old, but I don't need this I don't need Nicolas Cage movies back in my life. Oh yeah, Mikey. Not even Face Off. Just take my money and give me the fucking movie. Welcome to the show. Hello ladies and gentlemen, and welcome, welcome back to Ruben Uncut. I'm your solo voice performance, Ruben Ryan. Just sitting here once again. Sipping on some fizzy water, chilling, And uh, I realized something the other day, which is that there was actually a movie I saw last year that I forgot to include on my list. Uh, and also, just the other day, I watched a movie that if I had seen it last year before I made my list, when it came out, uh, would definitely have at the bare minimum Cracked my top five. And I'm so sorry I did not get a chance to put it on my list in that previous episode. Those two movies star the man, the myth, the legend himself, Nicolas Cage. What a fascinating, fascinating actor. I'm sorry, he has recently come out publicly to state the fact that he's not like to be called an actor. He thinks of himself as a thespian. Actually, this kind of makes sense. Because thespians, the more ancient Greek term for the actors, uh, refers to a very specific type of acting and performance where your audience is extremely far away from you. So you have to play. (laughs) Because it's Back then the Greeks didn't have fancy sound systems or close-ups so they wore masks that exaggerated their facial features and talked as loud as they fucking could. And some and that kind of sums up a lot of of Nicholas Cage's work. Huge facial expressions clearly acting to the nosebleed seats, making sure everybody gets what's going on with him. Or at least that's one end of the wildly eccentric Nicolas Cage spectrum. There are also Nicolas Cage performances where he is ungodly wooden. Uh, Films like the second Ghost Rider movie, where he somehow manages to hit every... Every single extreme end of the Nicolas Cage spectrum, whether he is a maniacal cartoon or so wooden you could knock on his forehead to break a jinx. But I'm not here to talk about Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, which I will admit is a guilty pleasure movie, even though it's largely forgettable except for a couple key action sequences. No, I'm here to talk to you about two movies. One is called Willy's Wonderland, and the other is called Pig. And I had a good time with both of these films. First, let's talk about Willy's Wonderland. Willy's Wonderland is, okay, so basically it's Five Nights at Freddy's starring Nicolas Cage, only no one paid for the rights. To Five Nights at Freddy's. And that is essentially what the movie is. Essentially, Nicolas Cage, a completely silent, almost completely silent protagonist. He literally has no dialogue in the entire film, and it's somehow I think it still might be one of my favorite Nicolas Cage performances. <laughs> he may grunt and make a couple of noises throughout the film. But, throughout most of it, his acting is 100% physical. And he has, once again, zero lines of dialogue. And yet, you can kind of always get what his character is intending. And that's kind of awesome. That being said, the film is sort of a silly horror comedy. Where it's never quite that scary. But it is, and it's never quite hysterically funny. But it is quite amusing throughout. Basically, Nicolas Cage, the silent protagonist's car, uh, gets uh, flat tires and ends up in a small town where he's informed that, well, if he does some overnight janitor work at this rundown Chuck E. Cheese style pizza place, they'll fix up his car for free. Well, not for free, in exchange for the labor. And Nicolas Cage agrees to this, for whatever reason. And his silent protagonist decides to determinedly clean Willy's Wonderland, regardless of how many animatronic monsters try to kill him and the teenagers who have broken in to burn down the facility. It's, it is quite entertaining, as far as B-horror movies go. It's self-aware about its B-horror movie, not in the way where it's constantly winking and nudging at you, but but self-aware in the fact that it's clearly not taking itself too seriously while putting on its show. And my hat is off to Willy's Wonderland. It probably won't be everyone's cup of tea, but if you're down for some B-movie horror with, with uh, killer robots, some jokes... Some titties, some blood, and uh, machine parts flying everywhere. Plus a silent Nicolas Cage being a badass. Then it's Willy's Wonderland. Probably the best Five Nights at Freddy's movie we're going to get. Uh, if, if I've been using the word Five Nights at Freddy's a lot and you're going like, What the hell is Five Nights at Freddy's? That means you either don't have kids or you are over 40. Uh which is cool, you know, just go ask your kids if you have them, and to be like, hey, could you explain Five Nights at Freddy's to me? That's Five Nights at Freddy's. Chuck E. Cheese plus Horror. That's that's what it was. It's a phone game. It's a phone actually it's on everything now. But uh yeah. The next movie I'm gonna talk about here is Pig. Which I just recently saw, and honestly, I fucking love this movie. Oh my god! Leading up to my seeing it, I read about, I read some reviews for it, and some of the and the reviews I read, there was a number of comparisons to this film and John Wick. Now, when I first read that, it seemed like the comparison was largely due to the fact that it was a story about a man who loses his beloved animal. Um, but as I watched the film, how it was like John Wick became very clear to me. And I'll, I'll go into that here. But let me tell you what the story, the basic rundown of the story, uh, which is that there is a man living in the woods who, for a living, hunts for truffle mushrooms. And he has a pet pig with him. Who helps him hunt for the mushrooms. And then one day, some people come break into his house and fucking steal his pig. His best friend, who helps him make his living as a tr- truffle hunting uh, hermit in the woods. And so he must venture back to the city of Portland, Oregon <laughs> to recover his pig so right there a little bit john Wick. he john wick is a revenge film about a man whose uh, dog is taken from him oh and by that i mean killed and so he must then go and hunt down the russian mobsters who did it now the thing about pig is i'm not going to go into a lot of the details of pig uh, with you because honestly the mystery of pig and don't even, i don't mean like there's like some kind of shocking twist to the film or anything i just mean the way the film slowly unfolds its story to you and and who the character is is one of the things that makes this film so effective the mystery of it creates a creates a sort of dramatic tension throughout the film as 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 the character, as his character is slowly revealed to us through his interactions with other people, <clears throat> and it really is—you have to—I, I'll tell you right now—I recommend this film. I, I one hundred percent recommend this film. Even if you don't like Nicolas Cage, you should at least give this film a try, um, because it's good. Now, let me, I want, I'm not going to get into any spoilers, but I do want to emphasize sort of, I want to explain how the film is like John Wick and also how the film is not like John Wick. <clears throat> so, here's the thing. Both films are essentially about a man's journey with grieving via a pet. John Wicks is more of a a revenge film where he, in both situations, the men are grieving something or someone that the animal is helping them deal with. In John Wick, the dog was this ex-hitman's Pet from his wife, who's sent it to him, had it set up to be sent to him on the day she passed away from cancer, so that the dog could help John Wick grieve the passing of this woman who changed his life and brought him out of the criminal world. So then, when a man murders his dog in the course of stealing his car, John Wick has been robbed of his chance to grieve. And so he goes out on a extended revenge killing spree, using a lot of what I refer to as gun foo, where the whole movie is essentially a combination of karateing people to death with a gun in your hand. And his powers are, of course, incredible karate skills and shooting people in the head super efficiently. And that's how John Wick deals with being robbed his opportunity to grieve the woman he loves. Flat-out murder spree of criminals. John Wick is also a great movie, but in different ways. And so that's what John Wick is about. And John Wick is fun to watch because it's a film that's rooted in its appeal is rooted in a couple of very interesting things not just the the kung fu murder but also the fact that it's got this incredible world building situation where everything is sort of like a heightened almost crime fantasy and pig has a little bit of that too the story weaves into a world of like the sort of criminal side of the Portland, Oregon restaurant scene. Because ultimately, that's what Pig is about. It's not about an ex... It's not about hitmen and, and mafiosos murdering each other. It's about fucking chefs having a essentially a conflict over a pig. Because almost the main character... The whole story takes place within this almost sort of heightened reality of a of a sort of weird restaurant world and that's the world of pig and but it has that like heightened that slightly heightened it looks like reality but like reality with extra flavor like john wick has there like there's just a sprinkling of john wick into the ingredients of this masterfully chefed up film nicholas cage the thing is is that i'm not going to go into too much on this but in pig excuse me in pig nicholas cage is essentially he's in a different stage of grieving his loss as john wick And the way the film plays this out is sort of about that. He is in a a different phase of his grieving when his animal is taken from him as he tries to hunt the animal back down. And so so now the thing is though is that because pig is lighter on the crime and more heavy on the restaurant part that is where the distinctive difference sort of comes in between pig and john wick is that john wick is a movie about hitmen and for all of its for its for some of its more fantastical elements pig is a movie about people who cook food people who are obsessed with cooking food people whose lives it is to be cooking food and so nicholas nicholas's cages characters superpowers in this film are not kung fuing people to death or being able to shoot a man in the head in an exceptional exceptional As opposed to those skills of John Wicks, the Robin, as he is, I wish I actually hadn't told you that. But, anyways, that's a minor thing. But his character in this film, his special skills, his superpowers, if you will, are A, being able to take a lot of head trauma, B, chefing skills, and C, Brutal emotional honesty (laughs) Brutal brutal emotional honesty Obviously John wick is the more violent of the films don't get me wrong there is violence in pig but a lot of pig is more the constant. Pig has a, an interesting constant threat of violence. You never know when the violence is going to happen or even what the violence's meaning is going to be. It's more like there's just an ever-present menace of it, more ambiguously. Well, of course, John Wick is more of an action movie. Its violence is, in, is hyper-stylized and choreographed to the point where it has a ballet to it. Pig's violence is a little bit more just violence it happens there's a constant threat of it happening when it happens though it is not often the threat of the violence is more common in pig than the actual violence and this sort of actually builds into the tension of the film and I hope just by mentioning that I have not ruined that element of it there is violence though don't get me wrong. I'm just saying the threat of violence is more present than the actual violence. That being said, Pig is a very... It's a great movie. I 100% recommend Pig. It's only an hour and a half. and And yet it did not feel either lacking or too long. The film is full of Incredible dramatic tension because of the film's understanding of the fact that you don't have to have characters talking all the time. The, the stillness and the subtlety of the film in the amount of story that is told with no one talking adds a brilliantly nice suspense to the film. Where I was constantly just watching it so I could understand how the world was unwrapping before me absolutely phenomenal beautiful film but this brings me to my point on Nicolas Cage which is that when I watch these films one of which is I consider to be a phenomenal piece of cinema and the other one is of course a fun B-movie fluff the, two, the, only thing, the main thing that they both have in common is, is that they both have fucking Nicolas Cage in them And in both movies, I think I really like his performance. And the thing about that is, is that he doesn't talk that much in either of them, if at all. His character in Pig only talks when necessary and only says what is important. And when he does drop what's important on you, it lands like a fucking bombshell. And Nicolas Cage's acting as a silent character is, it makes you remember that he is actually good. And see, this is the thing, because Nicolas Cage is one of those actors where he's so wildly all over the place in terms of his performances. He's done work that's been nominated for Oscars. He's done, but he's also done some of the most ridiculously bad performances you could possibly imagine in films that are not worth anyone's time to watch because they are so unmemorable and so throwaway. And that's the thing that's sort of amazing about Nicolas Cage. Is that Nicolas Cage being in a movie is not only a clear indi- is not only not an indicator of of the film's overall quality, it could be the total spectrum of B movie, Z movie trash that is just outstandingly un- awful. Or it could be something. That is fucking art. And that's a And like, I mean, I guess technically, if you look at everyone's careers, I'm sure you could find numerous things on all elements of that spectrum if they've done enough films. But for some reason, Nicolas Cage may have the longest and most diverse career in this specific manner. I mean, I haven't seen anyone this wildly inconsistent since, like, you know, Ray Liotta. I mean, like, I guess my point is, most people's really bad work comes at the beginning of their careers. Either at the beginning of the careers where they're still learning what they're doing, or near, like, the end of their careers when they're falling off and people aren't giving them good roles anymore. But Nicolas Cage consistently does all of them throughout his career. Whether it's incredible work or just mind-blowingly what the fuck work. He has so many great movies from Adaptation and Lord of War. He has so many movies that are just fun like Mom and Dad or Face Off. And then there's movies like Fucking Pig or Joe, if you haven't seen Joe, 100% recommend. It's like a, I would describe it as white trash noir. Good, Great movie. And that's kind of the incredible thing about Nicolas Cage. At the end of the day, Nicolas Cage is just Nicolas Cage, you know? Nicolas Cage can act. And I encourage you to watch the films that I have described here. Pig is beautiful. And Willie's Wonderland is fun. And he's great in both of them. Is he also the guy who did Wicker Man? I mean... I mean... I mean, mean, yeah. Yeah, he is. And things like... uh, What is it? Bangkok Dangerous? yet no he's done some he's done some shit but he's also worked with the Coen brothers and he's done stuff like The Weatherman he's he's done it all like literally if there's anyone who could say he's done it all in film it might be Nicolas Cage family movies comedies live action superheroes sci-fi Good movies, bad movies, weird movies, horror, it's every genre. He has a movie coming out now about him because that's the, another layer to Nicolas Cage. Is that Nicolas Cage is a, has become a self-aware meme. Nicolas Cage has transcended culture. Because Nicolas Cage is someone that culture has turned its eye to and expanded him into our zeitgeist. Even after his movies are gone, we might still remember him for his memes. But I do hope we remember his performances as well. Oh man, I just keep coming to these moments where I'm like, oh, that's probably a good good stopping point. But I don't know, but there's just so much that one could say about Nicolas Cage. So many movies. Okay, now, you're just repeating yourself, mentioning the fact that he has a lot of movies. Get it together, man. Get it together. Honestly, I would give, I don't know if any everyone would give Pig five stars, but I'll give Pig five stars. Willy's Wonderland, solid three and a half stars out of five. Just a lot of fun. What are your favorite Nicolas Cage movies, you know? What do you what do you, uh, what do you like? Feel free to reach out to me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at uh, Son of Hippies on Twitter. I mean you can follow me on Instagram too, but I don't do shit on Instagram. Instagram is for people who want to take pictures of themselves, and, uh, I know that my strength is this sweet, sweet, uh, radio voice. Although, if people come too accustomed to my voice without seeing my face, it might be a shock as they actually see me. Right now, someone's imagining me not looking like myself. Well only if they're a stranger. I'm getting sidetracked. I'm sorry. <sighs> there is not enough time in the day to say everything that could be said about Nicholas Cage. Hey uh, hey mister Hey Mister Hey Mister Yeah, what is it, kid? What is it? Mr. What the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Hey, Mikey, let's calm down here. This... What is this? You gave it to me for my money. What the fuck am I looking at? Well, that's a. Uh, that's a VHS of the movie Face Off. What the fuck is a VHS?